All right, so I wanted to talk about uh, some tweet I saw. I saw a tweet where basically there was this gentleman highlighting the artificial lake that's in front of this arena, brand new arena in Los Angeles. But you know, people from Inglewood, we say we from Inglewood. We don't really say we're from Los Angeles. We say we from Inglewood. So it's in Inglewood, right? And the guy was kind of highlighting this artificial lake. It looks beautiful. The stadium looks state of the art. And people were kind of just highlighting the tweet and they were just saying like, hey dude, you got black and brown people over here being displaced, man. This is just ain't right. This is effed up. This is, you know. But this, um, this is a way of the world, man. You know, I don't, I, I, I like actually hate gentrification. I think that it really brings nothing to the table. But um, it puts a lot of black people out of business. It's just a lot of bad things. Now, I just happened to get my house while the stadium was in the development. So my house isn't as expensive as it is now. It, just, it went up significantly since that stadium was built. So one of the things about gentrification is, man, one of the things about gentrification is white people, they have a lot of liquid assets. They have a lot of money and capital um, at, at their disposal. And this is just something that's just, that's just the way it is. Black people, we just don't. We just don't have the liquid assets to just go out and buy a home. You know, we're talking about saving up at least somewhere in the range of fifteen dollars to $20,000 to, we're, we're just talking about just to be in the ballpark of, you know, having a down payment, uh, putting, uh, playing for closing costs. We're talking about you need anywhere from fifteen dollars to $20,000. And a lot of black people don't, we don't, we don't just have that type of money at our disposal. And I'm not, and I, I'm not shaming black people, but that's just the way it is. You know, a lot of black people have bought into the hype of, you know, I have to go to a university, I have to go to school, and I have to go get this degree. And once I get this degree, hopefully I'll be able to get a job to pay this 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 uh, school loan off. So they get into school loan debt, they get into all of this debt, and now they're left with, with debt. When they go to Indeed.com and they're searching for jobs that uh, relate to the degree that they have, they have zero connections they have zero connections to anybody in the field where they had where they got the degree, um, and not only when you search for the jobs, they're telling you you're going to have to start at a pay that's not what you thought it was, but you need seven years experience <laughs> in the field that you got a degree in, and where are you going to get the damn experience if you don't have the connections? So a lot of black people are in this quagmire where it's like, dude, I got this degree, I got this and that, but I, where I can't get no damn experience, right? So the best thing you could possibly do is get into the government sector. Maybe they have a, a job 
in the government sector where you'll get a you'll get a, a job that's related, but you're going to be severely underpaid. So a lot of times, blacks have no choice but to kind of go and rent. Maybe they'll find a nice area where you you'll pay some decent you you pay a decent amount of money uh, of rent, where rent is a little bit lower or a little bit cheaper, but. Unfortunately, we live under a system of white supremacy. And redlining has a lot to do with, do with it, you know. Gentrification is just uh, the, new, the new way of redlining, right? Because it's a politer way of redlining. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, you know, it, I'm not really saying this is going to be a white area or we designated this area to be a white area or Asian area or... Right, because one of the things that they say about gentrification is like, oh, it's not, it's not just white people. There's a, there's a lot of Asian uh, people that that are that are that are minorities that that are POC. That's there a lot of Latinos that are POC. And this is why I don't like the term POC, people of color, because they're not in the same situation as. Uh, descendants of, Amer of American chattel slavery. They're not in the same boat as us because it's different. <laughs> this is, it's, it's, it's different. They're not, they don't have the same issues that we have. A lot of these people that are moving to gentrify area that, that are POC, these are, these are people who already live in areas that are affluent. They're just coming over here because they're like, hey, you know what? Inglewood seems to be the new wave where every where I could buy this property. The property is going to be high. I'm going to be able to sell it high, or maybe I could buy something, flip it, and resell it to somebody where it's going to be the, the price is going to be way higher than what I bought it. So, you know, we got a lot of um, engineers. We got a lot of workers. That work is SpaceX, and SpaceX is not even—I don't know—from that stadium, the SpaceX uh, campus is maybe five miles away. <laughs> it's not that far. It's maybe anywhere from five to nine miles. I won't even say ten miles. It's anywhere from five to nine miles away from that stadium. Might be even closer. So you got a lot of SpaceX engineers. And people who work uh, in the aero, aerospace field, um, kind of going into this uh, Inglewood gentrification thing, where they're buying homes in Inglewood because it's close to work. It's the trendy new area. They're about to knock down a lot of that stuff, and they're about to rebuild it. So, um, black people, we just don't have the liquid capital, right? I've seen. I went out here when I was looking for a house. It was very, very difficult. It was already hard being a black person. Just trying to get a house and come up with the money that you need to buy the house. So then I'm like, okay, well, man, I qualify for FHA loan. So now I have a FHA loan and I'm going up against white lesbians who... <laughs> Who are like, yeah, I, this this is going to be Inglewood. This is going to be the area we can get our first house. And you know, they're coming from West Hollywood, and they call their parents up, and the parents will just write them a twenty thousand, twenty five thousand dollar check, 
right there on the spot. They're going in checking out a house on Manchester and, you know, this is allegedly a black area where blacks live, right? And you got, um, you got them, they could just call, make a phone call and they could get a twenty to $25,000 check right there on the spot. And there's nothing you can do. You got people that are coming from Palace Verdes, coming from, you know, these white ass areas. And they're like, hey, I got, I got money. I have cash right now. I could buy your house right now, cash. Let me buy it. Let me get your house cash. Come on. Let's skip all of this paperwork. I just write you a check right now and I could get the house. And you're a poor black person. You don't, you don't, it's nothing you can really do about gentrification because we don't have any liquid cash. And the black people that are selling their homes, unfortunately, I, I mean, it's not really that many black people that sell their homes. Many people say, well, oh, black people sell their homes to the white people and that's how they lose their homes. I would say that's probably 50% of the case uh, when it comes to gentrification. A lot of black people don't own the house. A lot of black people get, um, they can't keep up with the mortgage and they get kicked out of the house. The bank takes over the house. So a lot of, a lot of times these houses are already vacant before they're sold to these white people. It's not like, oh, black people are just, oh, we're running off to someplace. Where are the black people going? Are the black people just running off to this, this mystery land where they, where they just like kind of, they're going to Beverly Hills or they're going to some kind of magical place? I don't think so. You know, a lot of a lot of black people are 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 in a situation where they 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 just don't have the liquid capital to compete to buy a house. All right, so it might be a little bit louder because I'm in a truck now. But what I was saying was, uh, black people just don't have the liquid assets to compete against gentrification. Um, and because of that, this is what happens. And this is not to say that Inglewood is the only place that's being gentrified. It's just, this is a prime example of when white people decide that the property is going to go up in a black neighborhood and they're going to go to a black neighborhood and move there. That's what they're going to do. It's, and there's nothing you can really do about it. It's nothing that you can really do about it. Because black people just aren't in a situation to compete. And this goes to something else I was talking about. When I was talking about how black neighborhoods really aren't black neighborhoods. They're black occupied, but they're owned by... Uh, they're owned by different groups of people, right? There's races... I'm sorry, not racist. That was a that was a slip slip of the tongue. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, there are uh, different races who are um, in control of the area. It might be an Asian guy that owns the damn uh, apartment building. It might be a, a white guy who owns a damn apartment building, but. In more cases than not, it's to somebody who's not black that owns uh, that owns the property, right? And this is who you're paying your your uh, this is who you 
rent to. This is who you're paying your mortgage to. A lot of business owners don't own the property that they have their business on, so they're easily exploited when something like this happens. And hey, you know, white people decide, white Jews, white, white people, white everything. You know, when I say white people, I'm including everybody that is European. Anybody, anybody that um, can be exploited will be exploited. And they're going to raise the rent up. They're going to make you pay a higher price to kick you out. So that way they can say, hey, Chipotle, you know, you wanted to build this, uh, you wanted to build this Chipotle on my property. I'm ready to sell. I'm going to sell it high. I'm going to sell the property to you for this for this much. Now you can come. You can knock down the black business. You can build up your Chipotle. You can build up your uh, whatever business wants to come, come over there and set up shop to get business from the uh, gentrifying crowd. So anybody who can be exploited will be exploited. That is the fucked up quagmire about the whole situation. It's like, you know, I, I feel bad for you guys, but we had the money and we we decide. We decide when, when, when uh, the property goes up and the property's not good. You see? And I'm telling you, when I was searching for a house, there was so many different, um, there were so many different uh, people that were going to the black neighborhoods, specifically to the black neighborhoods for investment properties. Hole in the wall, um, gang infested neighborhoods. They would go there, they say, you know what, I could buy this property, I could flip this property, I could sell it for a higher price. Nothing. Not even necessarily to live there. Just to just to kind of go over there, flip it, teach their kids how to put this money into some kind of um, investment property. So, and, I, and that's not to say that it's just happening in Inglewood because it happened to me in a different city where it was non-black. And... You know, it was at one at one point we was a, a, a uh, you know place we moved from. This was a this was a city that didn't really have too many blacks, but at the same time, um, it's a lot going on. <laughs> Whole lot going on. I'm trying to drive, trying to do this, trying to do that. But there was. Um, a lot of apartments being built in the city that I that the city that I formerly lived in, and in these cities, what they would do is they build up uh, condominiums or they build up these big old high rises because they were trying to make this city into uh, um, they were trying to make this city into like the next uh, because there's a city there's there's a city. Um, there's these beach cities like Marina del Rey. There's these cities like uh, Venice, right? And I was I was in the area that was adjacent to Venice and 
and um and um what did, what I was saying? Marina Del Rey. So you got Playa Del Rey, you got Marina Del Rey, you got all of these cities that are close to the beach that are trying to develop into these high, you know, these they want to they want to be able to charge you the same amount of money that they was they would charge somebody to stay in a a high rise or an apartment in in a Marina Del Rey. And slowly over time, that's what happened. Now, it was a lot of people that were kind of making good money that was kind of staying in the in the city I stayed in. But once I believe it was a movie studio over there and they sold the they sold the the property of the movie studio to kind of some investment group and the investment group they they've changed it into some kind of um all kinds of stuff it's like a luxury gym over there now there's like all of this stuff over there now and the prices the prices just went through the roof they start building up different um they start building up different apartments luxury apartments they started building up all of these i mean they put start putting businesses over there that uh you would see normally like in downtown la they start moving them over there and the rent went from like, okay, this is affordable to now they just they just pushing people out. So gentrification doesn't just happen, let's just say in poor black neighborhoods. It does happen in other areas, especially areas that are trying to get the, the type of money. You got these greedy landlords that are trying to get money. That's why I say anybody who can get exploited will get exploited. But this is just a prime example when they have this arena that they got, or I mean this stadium that they have. And then you have the Clippers owner who just bought the Great Western Forum, who I'm pretty sure is going to revamp the entire forum and change this into some kind of Clipper arena because he has a deal with Inglewood where he's going to get, he's going to rebuild uh, this basketball arena that's going to be state of the art next, right next to the, um, right next to the, to the, this, uh, this, the state. So there's a lot of stuff going on in Inglewood where it's going to happen. You know, the, all of all of the all of the whole Market Street, the, all of the downtown Inglewood, that's going to be pretty much torn down, and as it's, it's, it's going to be rebuilt, it, it might be that might be the new spot where TMZ just uh, drives up and catches uh, celebrities. <laughs> now, I doubt it gets like that, but um, and so this is my take on the, the whole gentrification thing. It's like, hey, anybody who can be exploited will be exploited. And it's really unfortunate, but if you don't have the power, if you don't have the liquid to really compete, you don't have a, you're not in a position to compete where you have the liquid assets, there's nothing you can do. And I'm out.